Hi, this, this is Friend Freddy, Freddy, and this is the Keep Hush the podcast. <laughs> Should we start? Yeah. Okay. I'm down. <laughs> okay. Oh, you, you you don't want to you sit in here. You don't. You can sit you can. in here. It's more than fine. I like an audience. Yes. Oh, wait, should I have, <laughs> have the questions on me? Actually, surprise you, you, me. Yeah, just yeah, okay. surprise me. Well, one people, this is Yvonne Shelling, aka your girlfriend's boyfriend. <laughs> Perfect. You are listening to Keep Hush Presents Green Print, where you will hear from the people who are at the forefront of change in dance music. On our first six episodes, I'm speaking to the women who are shaping the face of music and I am joined by some of the most inspirational, creative and brilliant women in the scene right now. I want to thank Taylor J and Traces for lending their banger Thief to soundtrack Greenprint. That song is out now on Lucy's Season 7 label. And I want to thank Nike for helping us put this all together. And with me now is my daughter, Sherelle. Yes. Hello, father. Hey. She is the Lord of the Decks and presenter at BBC Radio 1 and Represent Radio. She's one-sixth of Six Figure Gang, and she's the father of Hoover Sound Recordings. I am. The father. The actual father, yes. <laughs> Since shutting down Boiler Room last year. Was it last year? Yeah, it is. It it's, nearly, it's, nearly, it's nearly a year. It matters. Yeah, yeah. Um, Cheryl's been traveling the world. She's been DJing mainly footwork and jungle. She also is one of the people who taught me how to DJ footwork. And footwork has taken you everywhere, I guess. Yeah. Shall we say thank you to Footwork quickly? I would like, yeah, I would like to say thank you very thank much you, to footwork. Uh, footwork and uh, DJ Rashad. Uh, the whole Tet Life. Uh, yes, exactly. RIP. Um, whole Tet Life crew for the inspiration that they've uh, given me <laughs> over, over these years. No, it's true. It's the it's the boiler room. Yeah. I mean, I've, I said this in many articles and stuff like that. Mm. Uh, the, the boiler room with, uh, which I think was for Ray Bands, um, and. Yeah, it features like DJ Tay, RP yeah. Boo, who I don't think got to play in the end, but I love uh, Spin, Rashad, yeah. Manny, like that that boy room, you know, ignited this this fire in 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 my head about exactly what direction I wanted to go mm. uh, musically, and I think I was falling out of love with, um, you know, the the music that was being played um, and being made at the time. Um, in terms of the mainstream, uh, you know, underground music realm. So Main, mainstream it, underground. Well, yeah, because if you think about it, it's like the so what, what was I playing at the time? I was I was playing uh I was doing up house. Yeah. I was doing up uh garage, um, and then like the weirder side of uh electronic dance music yeah. with people like, you know, Jax Green, uh Code Nine and all this kind of stuff. Code Nine naturally is someone who I'm always like inspired by anyway. Mm. Um, because I think his his musical production is is amazing, but I can't just have so many represent shows playing full code nine <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, 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 tracks and, and the same thing for like Jack Green and, yeah. and, and all these various different people. There was something there's like a disconnect between myself and uh, the latter side of, of that. Yeah. So yeah, finding footwork. Um just change your trajectory. Just change your trajectory and also just, you know, that, that passion came back. Yeah. Again. It's I almost think, like I, think I remember life. reading that um you considered quitting DJ. Yeah. I didn't see that. I didn't at the time when uh, you know. I mean, there's two. Technically, there's two times of quitting DJing. Actually, yeah. there's that time pre footwork where I was like, "What is the point of me doing this represent show if I'm not really gonna, uh, you know, put my all into it?" Mm. Um, and actually, you know, I could be giving this space to someone else yeah. that actually cares about music. Um, and at the time, represent was in a different place in mm. terms of the music that they championed. Um, you know, recent like over the years um, after like 2017 we've become a lot more half underground uh, dance. And then, you know, the latter side of uh, music in terms of playing like Afrobeats and grime. Um, and then, you know, kind of UK music sounding. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just didn't see the point. Found footwork, was like gonna, you know, gonna go for it. Um, had the backing of station manager and, uh, you know, best friend and now also co-label <laughs> owner, uh, yeah. Nana, um, and then just followed through. Um, my other second time of quitting was I was doing all the footwork stuff and playing for, you know, amazing nights. Uh, shout out to like 160 Feet Deep. Um, who were putting them, on, man. you know, nights with like a lot of Tech Life crew yeah. members. That's one of the first times I saw footwork, like people dancing to yeah, footwork course, in real yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. Like that's crazy. And in London as well. Yeah. It really it was like very, it's very underground where they mm. managed to get, um, bring through a lot of people and same with uh, We Buy Gold as well. Um, but I was I felt like I was going to quit because I was thinking, oh, these two 
amazing promoters are the only two promoters I can probably play for in yeah. London. I'm not really going to ever go out to America and play because you need a visa for that and whatnot. Um, and yeah, I, I, I guess if I didn't accept the boiler room, I probably would have quit. Yeah, I had a good job. Uh, you know, I was going around the world filming uh, other people's live streams yeah. and making like creating like video content. I was I, I was really happy actually because it's like such a an amazing company I was working for, Big Up Mix Mag. But it, yeah, I, I guess the boiler room and the reaction of the boiler room um, and the reaction to the songs that I was playing mm. made me realize that wait, people are ready for this. Yeah, there's um, a lane. There is a lane, and then you know. Uh, having amazing moments well with with keep hush um in terms of you know lucy choosing myself and fuzia to play for her night um you know and her belief in us mm. because other people didn't believe in us especially uh you know necessarily regarding the stream but like her belief in us and the music that we play was amazing and that also lit a fire you know for me to go do you know what next year for 2019 i'm gonna i'm gonna try and smash up that year yeah boiler room comes through and then you know the rest. The rest is history. Really. You, you smashed up that year. Which, which yes, it was, <laughs> it was a year to be smashed up. Yeah. Um. But it was a lot of the opportunities and things that came through were not anticipated. Yeah. You know, it's it's. I had a risk when I when I basically quit my job uh, last year. So you quit. It was it was a risk. Mag. Yeah, of course, it was a risk doing that because I didn't actually have any bookings and uh for for the end of the year. Yeah. And there was some bookings in uh, July, but there was no bookings after that. Yeah. It was a risk. And I think it was it was just, you know, sitting there going, do you know what? I'm going to make sure my sets are all a star, trying to anyway, and get that word of mouth going. And luckily it's, it's worked out for the best, basically. Amazing. Yeah. That's beautiful. Um, Thank you, Father. <laughs> <laughs> make me so proud. <laughs> and I guess, what do you think out of all of that is what made you who you are now? Like, what is it within yourself, internal or external factors that kind of made you, I guess, Sherelle, the one name wonder? Um, I just copy a copy to Beyonce essentially for that. And, and Cher. Oh, and Cher. Cher. Let's not oh, forget Cher. Let's not forget Cher. I mean, you're going to make me then start talking about RuPaul, Chad Michaels, who is, a, is an amazing Cher impersonator. <laughs> it's one of my favorite shows. Um, but what make, what makes me Sherelle? Mm. I think it's a mix of perseverance and the absolute love of proving people wrong. Yeah. Um, amazing. I get amazing kick out of that. Because, you know, there's been countless times where people have told me about the footwork element of, of my DJ sets. And they said that I'm not going to do well with it. I'm not going to get far with it. What's the point? You know, you know DJ Rashad is dead. Like, why do you still care? And yeah. it's like, one, don't talk ill of his name like that. First of all. First of all. Um, and, and two, I care because I actually like the music. Mm. Um, I'm fortunate enough to, you know, adding the elements of footwork and jungle is is a natural thing for me. Because I, I can hear the the similarities but then it also just sounds sick it just yeah it and just i bangs. think yeah and i just think i would rather be playing music that i genuinely love but maybe people not everyone is going to get it than playing music that everyone loves and i don't i don't really care for it because what's the point it makes no sense yeah. you know it does not it's not giving me life um I, you won't have fun i won't have fun too um i you know i famously said in, in an article, you know, anything above 140 <laughs> makes me wet, you know, and it's true. What am I, what am I, what am I waiting for? You know, in, in terms of, you know, playing slower music, yeah. if I don't, if I'm not into it, yeah. you know, I have respect obviously for like knowing where music, music has come from, the influences behind Footwork, Duke, you know, 160 and Jungle. Um, obviously I know that, you know, I, I know my history in terms of like music, um, but for me, what makes, you know, me Sherelle is the fact that like I am, I'm persevering to make sure that people understand the amazing, amazingness of 160 jungle and yeah, uh, you know, footwork and and how these faster sounds are are really sick. Yeah, and they are attainable and they are something which you can relate to and you can you know, uh, broke down to in the dance. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Like 100%. it's it's, it's it, they are sounds which you are just amazing it, yeah. and it's like and they're new. And I think that's something that we're missing definitely in the music scene at the moment and, and the electronic music scene is something new and fresh mm. and, you know, not the same 10 people doing it over and over again because you, you eventually get boring and yeah. then people become gate uh, gatekeepers and they don't want to let anyone in. 
I'm glad that my boiler room went viral because it's actually meant that a few people from my scene have actually been able to uh, not necessarily benefit because they were putting in the work anyway, mm. but it means that, oh, they've looked at me and now my contemporaries are also having the benefit of playing in places that we wouldn't usually play if it wasn't for the fact that people now can research and be like, okay, so sh who's Sherelle rolling with? Raw, mad, mad, mad. Like people are coming through and it's yeah. nice and we're all rolling through together. And eventually, you know, we're rolling through to like doors that we wouldn't even think to open. So yeah. take, for instance, BBC. Little do the BBC know. I'm going to grab that door. I'm going to open it. And all my friends are going to run through. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Because I want them to see and I want them to see the excellence. So, yeah. you know, the, the, the people in my scene, especially the women, the fact that we've been grafting for so long mm. and you get to such a national scale of like music and stuff. And like, I don't know. I just, I have, I have a really good feeling about, say, for instance, bass music in 2020. Yeah. Um, but I also have a really good feeling about the, the, the DIY nature of uh, a lot of people within my scene just absolutely, um, you know, mashing up and creating something amazing and, you know, worthwhile, similar to like a like a dubstep feel yeah. of like the young screams and, and bangers and plasticians, yeah. easy plastic man at the time, um, coming coming through and, and doing something, you know, homegrown and, and actually long lasting, yeah. do you know what I mean? And you, you, spoke, you spoke about women who've been grafting yes. and working hard. Do you think that being a woman has been something that has been, I guess, used against you whilst you've been a DJ? If it's only, if it's been used against me, then the only groups of people that would use it against me are kind of people who are insecure. Yeah. Which, fortunately enough for me, I don't hang around with those kind of people. Just I like, like to make sure. Yeah, can I pagans. say pagans? It's too late. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> like, there you are. Um, it's one of those things where it's like you have to surround yourself with really good energies. Mm. And if I don't like your energy from the get go, I'm just not going to talk to you. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually just brutally honest. So, you know, the older you get, um, not that I'm old at all, um, <laughs> the older you get, you just kind of realize that you really have to just be around people who uh, kind of go along with your creativity. Yeah. Um, you know, are bouncing ideas back and forth with you. Um, don't necessarily believe in the same things that you do, but um, have the same kind of mindset in terms of like, you know, work ethic and all this kind of stuff. And I think the moment that you start surrounding yourself with people who, you know, are, are amazing, you, you start to see the benefits for yourself. Um, with regards to your question, I have met and spoken to people who I can tell that once, you know, unfortunately that I, when I blew, mm. they, they were a bit mad about it and a bit salty about it, but there's nothing I can do about that because I'm going to leave you behind naturally and carry on doing my own stuff. But that's, that's your own problem. Yeah. I think, um, you know, being a woman in the industry, it depends. There's many, there's many, uh, there's many parts to it. Um, myself as, as a black woman is one entity. Myself as a black woman who is gay is one entity. Um, and then myself as a black woman who's gay and also, you know, dresses um, in, you know, in, in essentially men's clothing. Not your average, you know, uh, girl. There's so many different parts to my being. Um, I think that I'm always thinking about that. I'm always happy that, you know, when I'm doing a set that there is, you know, someone like myself representing other people like me or other people who relate to me. Um, I think that's one of the beautiful things actually coming back off the, the boiler room stuff is that there's been a lot of people that come up to me in the dance and they're from like the LGBTQI community and they'll be like, yo, you're sick. Like seeing you is like giving me so much inspiration to do this. It's made me want to go back into DJing because I was scared initially. I even had like an amazing uh, guy come up to me and he he DJs, uh, you know, D&B. And um he was finding it hard and finding the, you know, the people maybe he was surrounding himself with quite homophobic and yeah. seeing someone like myself command, you know, a dance within, say, for instance, that particular realm um, g gave him strength to want to want to wanna carry on and do more. Um, so for me, like, that's what I'm thinking about. I know I know who I am as a person mm. um, and, and, and has a woman. And I know that I'm obviously breaking barriers. But again, going back to what I was saying before, the main thing for me is seeing how that boiler in blue, um, the main thing for me is to actually like, you know, bring people through, yeah. mainly my girls, and just really, you know, uh, like really, you know, just cut the dance with, with, with everyone around me and stuff like that. And just like, really like, just change some shit, yeah. you know? Like I'm, I'm sick and tired. Like I was saying to you before, again going back to another point, sick and tired of seeing the kind of stagnant 
kind of dances, same kind of music, same kind of people. I want to roll through and, and, and yeah, and to answer your question about insecurity, I have no time for it. Yeah. Or at least I'm trying not to look for it because I'm surrounding myself with positive, good energy kind of uh, people, basically. Sick. Sick. And um, beyond pulling people through, and I guess you're seeing the effects of you inspiring people, are there any other changes you've noticed as a result of your kind of come up? Um, Changes. I mean, I'm very happy with the amount of people who are taking interest in footwork. Yeah. I'm very happy with the amount of people who are uh, in terms of my age group as well, because it's like the twenties. It was like below. just me, you. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Before I'm not being funny, yeah, because it was just like so. Obviously, your your many DJ names, uh, <laughs> but YV Shells being, you know, uh, one of like the main one. Yeah. Um, yourself, uh, Fazia, um, me, um, Lucy. Uh, essentially, I'm going to end up calling out all the six figure gang people. Uh, Yaz, uh, Jossie, gang, Dobby. Gang, 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 um, gang, gang, gang. <laughs> And then there was like, obviously, again, 160 feet deep, yeah. uh, we buy gold. These are all people within, uh, you know, London. Um, we're the only ones playing it. But I'm I'm now happy to see that people are downloading, making footwork. Um, that's, that's the really interesting that's thing. That's the really well. interesting People are making yeah. footwork in the UK, I, which is... Yeah, I get sent uh, DMs on, on Instagram um, when I actually have the time to look at them. And people are sending me videos of tracks that they've made. Yeah. Inspired by the Boiler Room. You have to, you know, it's for me, I'm happy. I'm not going to be pretending like, I can't believe people are listening to footwork since my boiler room. It's like, yeah, they, they would be because obviously these are sounds, again, like you've sick. never heard of. And if you do know them, then you know them. But if yeah. you don't, you're like, well, I must research. It's good that it's inspired people to do like, to, to look into the sound and maybe like make it as well. Um, and then hopefully a lot of these people are researching exactly where footwork has come from mm. and what groups, you know, to actually look at and see who's been making it properly and stuff like that. Um, and obviously being one of the only few women within, you know, these many different scenes that I've just obviously called out, uh, it's a it's an absolute privilege and pleasure to have people look at, say for instance, the set and, you know, go forth with that basically. Yeah. And um, I guess in the lead up to the boiler room, mm -hmm. did you kind of know it was going to happen? No. How, so just, fell into your lap well firstly actually i was going to turn down the boiler room oh i mean brutally honest i was going to turn down the boiler room because i didn't want to my career so you know obviously i've seen many uh women uh, uh who've done boiler room sets and it's not it's, you know people have come in and and, and had horrible comments mm. they've said horrible comments said horrible things um and you know someone in the likes of like nightwave uh you know took some time out because After a boiler room, because of the brutality of the comments for no reason, when actually it's a very good set. Yeah. Um, and I was thinking about that. You know, I'm a very virtually unknown person who's about to go and play music, which is very niche. Mm. Uh, it, and it's live on Facebook. Like, I'm going to get all these random comments. I'm about to drop a lot of jungle tunes, which people might uh, go, Jung jungle? What? Jungles aren't on this way back. Do you know what I mean? It's like, in the 90s again. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, it's a lot to think about, but again, speaking to the likes of obviously Lucy, speaking to the likes of uh, Nana, um, they convinced me to do it because it was like, well, why not? Yeah. So I didn't anticipate anything, and especially waking up the day after with a with a broken, broke down Samsung phone at the time because I got it from um, C C E X. CX. Yeah. Uh, shout out to them that's where yeah, I got my phone to too yeah exactly yeah. so it was like it was like 100 pound <laughs> I was like the phone couldn't even cope with the volume of messages that was coming through because obviously my on Instagram and Twitter all these various different places like, I was obviously um, on like maybe barely a thousand followers mm. um, and you know we've come to the end of 2019 and a lot of these uh, figures are, have changed especially Instagram that's the one that's like grown the most Yeah. Um, and it's like Blowing up messages, uh, retweets, uh, all of this kind of stuff. Uh, I didn't know what to do with it. I was like, oh my God, like, is it gone viral? What are they saying? Is it good? <laughs> my manager from Mixmag, because um, I was late for work, because I slept through my alarm completely, because I had been drinking pretty much since the boiler room, um, was like, don't worry, don't worry about coming in early, um, but just know that you've gone viral and everyone is loving the, the, the video. Wow. And I'm just like, well, God damn. But then I'm thinking to myself, I think it'll be 15 minutes of fame. It is what it is. Yeah. Until obviously, uh, say for instance, the likes of myself and Riz get into trouble with each other about a <laughs> rewind. Um, and then, you know, then there's like, other attributes as well that yeah. like 
uh, come into play, yeah, I, I did not anticipate it. I think it's it's good I didn't anticipate it. I'm, I'm glad that I was kind of blindsided. I'm mm. still, I still kind of do feel blindsided about how um, well things have gone, but. Because um, you'll hear a year later. Well, yeah, with actual, still, still with some book them busy, book them busy. Um, but yeah, it's just it. it yeah, it was weird. Can I, we also? Yeah. I just want to quickly talk about the fact that you got booked for blonde, the blonde party. Ha! Yeah, like oh my goodness. Yeah, that's ridiculous. It was. It's honestly the most ridiculous message <laughs> I've ever had in my whole time life because um, I was in. I had just got back from America. Um, America. I, was doing, I was doing my tour. And my visa. Oh, so you got a visa? Yes, yeah, so I've got a visa, but the visa didn't come through. So I was supposed to actually be out there a lot, a little bit longer, but uh, I had to rush to Brussels apparently to get it to to be fast tracked because that's like the quickest place you can get, a, uh, you know, fast tracked uh, US visa and or make at least the process a lot faster. Yeah. And uh, just come back from America, I'm sitting there, um, you know, in a, in the cinema with uh, Luce watching. Uh, Joker and then I get a text like I get a whatsapp message from my manager being mm. like you would not like believe it <laughs> right, yeah. Frank it's come through I was like eh so I was like, like to Lucy I was like sorry do you mind if I step out quickly because I think there's something like wait your phone was on in the cinema oh, I don't give a fuck like, wow what do you, say, wow. Like, what do you mean wow so it's, not, it's not it's not it's not like it's going it's not like it's going ring 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 like do you not listen I studied film actually in a level and i do actually rate the art of uh cinema but Big yeah, up you just walked in you're here with, and with your phone on in the cinema well it was a quite a bit what do you want me to do so the point where they're like oh turn the turn the phones off you're just like no nah, i don't what care. so you mean to tell yeah, me that i'm supposed to watch the me. whole of the joker and then find out afterwards that the frank ocean offer has come through it wouldn't have stopped coming through after but i didn't know if it was going to be like, urgent or not not I don't, I don't know what you want me to say like i'm, I'm gonna just, i'm gonna still gonna be on my phone every time i so go next to cinema time, i'm gonna go to cinema with you yeah. And if your phone's on. My phone will be on. That's, gonna, I will look you dead in the eye. It's going to be peak. I will look you dead in the eye. I'll sit, I, I'm going to message you. And if I see it ping, I'm going mess- to be annoyed. Well, message me then. And I'll pick it up and I'll look. And I'll be like, why have you messaged me? I'm next to you. All right, cool. Anyway, basically, <laughs> I had to step out. Um, and uh, yeah, just like talk to my manager being like, are you serious? Basically. And he was like, yeah. Like you've been invited to the, the show. I went, is it actually confirmed? I need I need to see it in writing. Like, mm. I don't believe you. Here's the offer. So when I get an actual offer, it's like... That, that, it's that, real. That, that it's real. Yeah. I was like, Jesus Christ. And I went back into cinema and went... I didn't, didn't know what Lucy could see. So, you're, like, so you've gone back into cinema and now you're speaking? No, I mean, I do not speak. I mean, <laughs> I bet you don't like breathing in the cinema either by looks of it. Do you know what I mean? Meeting the people moving. Do you know what I mean? People scratching their like, hair. They what, what's your thoughts on people eating? Um, it shouldn't be too loud and you shouldn't be opening the package when the film has started so it should already be open before the film starts who what sick psychopath I'm not trying to be distracted into, yeah but you mean to tell me you're in the the, the, the foyer of the cinema not in the foyer and then, and then you're, you're when the you're trailer's opening, happening opening when the trailer's popcorn. happening oh okay cool yeah, 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 yeah. sick <laughs> disgusting um so I've, yeah, I've come back and I've obviously been like I'm quite like shocked and stuff um and I, was t- I spoke to Lucy obviously afterwards about it, and and we were just like blown away, like, and the you know big up obviously roof access and vegan because those two guys alongside Frank obviously um, thought it would be a perfect fit for the first blonded uh, yeah. show, uh, you know, um, it it's I don't know how to describe it. It was like. Loads of famous people there. A lot of people who are the LGBTQI community coming out, being strong and sick and stuff like that. And like, you're playing footwork and juke. Because my set predominantly actually was, there was no jungle actually okay. for that one at all. Um, predominantly footwork and juke is going down at a Frank Ocean party in the front of the likes of like bare celebrities. And it's just like, no one can chat shit to me. <laughs> I mean, what do you want me to say? I'm playing a party for Frank Ocean. Don't the people who have played before were Justice. Am I a prick? Like the 14-year-old Sherelle was going, honestly, 14-year-old Sherelle was deceased with her little relaxed hair and stuff like that. It probably fell out. I'm not joking. Is that why you're bald now? Yes, I am bald because... <laughs> because... Because creamy crack is bad for you. 
the creamy relaxing crack is uh, bad for you it's but for um, you. and also you know if even if you do have it you know beauty lies within and you don't have to wow uh, you don't have to adhere to certain That's standards perfect. obviously within uh, you know the western western community western but um, yeah them ones there but you know playing that was honestly amazing and I hope to obviously play a lot more um, amazing parties in the future um, but it's just nice to see how far obviously footwork uh, you know uh, jungle yeah. how far it can go basically um, because I think that's definitely my aim for 2020 is to take it as far as possible not like mainstream or anything like that because no one wants that no one wants to see their scene die I just because want it people, goes mainstream yeah I just want to see more people be aware of it yeah more people be influenced by it and obviously the producers and all those kind of people and the record labels to actually, you know, get get their, you know, just desserts, yeah. essentially. You know, like they've they've produced such amazing fast forward, um, fast, uh, fast forward. Forward thinking. Forward thinking, I should say, fast forward. <laughs> fast forward. Um, I'm thinking about the level of like being fast in general, um, but forward thinking music and they deserve to have, you know, people know that. Yeah. Well, there's food here now, so we're going to take a break. Are I'm, we? I'm, I'm I would just like to I'm say starving. that I am highly disturbed about the fact that you are like such a cinema militant. Someone has to be. You're the kind of person that if someone laughs too loud, you'll tell them to stop laughing too loud, right? No. I'll be like... You're like, shh. I'll be like, is it that funny? You'll be like, shh. Is it, is it that funny? You're the kind of person I'd look around going, what is your problem? And then we'll have to, we'll probably have to... I'm, I'm, not, a shusha. I'm not, a, I'm not a shusher. You are such a shusher. You are a shit. Like you can live your life, but I don't want you to live your life the way I would not like it to be. Do you know what I don't like? So if obviously like I'm going to cinema and I'm sitting next to people, I don't want to be sitting next to anyone. People stink. <laughs> Do you want I, me to say? I actually agree with that. I like to take my shoes off in the cinema. You're, see, look, right. <laughs> you see, you're the kind of I'm person the I'm talking about. I'm the problem. And then you put, you and put then your I'm feet, out here. you put your feet on the other chairs, isn't it? On the other back no, of the chairs. No, I don't chairs. do that. I don't do that. nasty bacteria. Although oh, I did go oh, to a cinema with someone who put their foot on, on, on the chair in front and I was like, you are ridiculous. You take your shoes off in a cinema. Yeah, because I'm going to be comfortable. That is. I want to be comfortable. You're actually tapped. Why? So you can't be comfortable no more. You're, do you take your shoes off in an aeroplane? Yes. Taps behavior. So, so I should, so I should have my shoes on for your, seven hours. If do you know I'm how dirty an aeroplane is? They clean it. What do you mean they clean it? With what? There's a job at Hoover. Have you seen Naomi Campbell cleaning the plane when she gets on? No. Is that a thing? <sighs> you need to watch. Is that a video? Yes. Why is Naomi Campbell cleaning? Why is she cleaning an aeroplane? Do you know how many germs there is? Do you know what? I want to fight you. <laughs> You're, from the moment I knew you were taking off shoes in the cinema, I was thinking, like, what um, else there's was? beef. Yeah. There's beef. Oh, no. Let's take a break. I'm right. sickened. Let's eat. Antibacterial wipes and nuts. <laughs> hey, bruh. Have you tried a new Keep Hush energy drink, bruh? I'm drinking it right now, bruh. You hear that? That's the sound of fucking energy, bruh. Going to the gym? Energy, bruh. Going to the rave? And it's fucking energy, bruh. I mix this shit with vodka, bruh. I don't even take protein anymore. Keep Hush Energy Drink. It gives you gas. Um, is there anything you're working on at the moment, Shara? Um. Any projects you've got going Well, it's a delightful uh, question to ask. Yeah. Uh, young YV shells. Um, this year for me is more about uh you know breaking away from the breakthrough act of the year kind of vibe and now moving into um you know uh just a, a known dj mm. um this year will be i uh, with alongside nana um a, a fellow dj best friend uh she's from amazing Beats one amazing person um one of the figureheads of also represent radio. Mm. Um, we're going to be releasing and uh, you know, you know, launching our label, which is uh, Hoover Sound um, or Hoover Sound Recordings, um, and that music that we're going to be releasing over 2020 is everything that I've basically been talking about, um, you know, before in the sense of actually try, try, trying to change the scene, um, and you know, kind of not not away gatekeepers essentially but you know move through and you know become um gatekeepers you actually let people in um trailblazers yeah trailblazers you know and uh you know push through um weird sounding music between you know particular bpms of maybe like 140 to like 170 
um, which isn't just footwork. It isn't just jungle. Mm. Um, and it isn't just club music. It's yeah. like just things which just sound mad. And, um, you know, they've got like a Hoover, Hoover sound kind of staple, you know, type or drop or whatever. It's just music that's really going to change people's minds and perceptions of, you know, what uh, electronic dance music is really. Dribbled a little bit there because I cool. was salivating over the excellence from the from the label. Just wipe it off. Um, there's no tissue about, so I'm gonna have to wipe Just it off. The hand. Okay, good. Mm, yes. Perfect. Sometimes you do salivate over good things, I so do, yes. I can't begrudge you for that. I salivate over um, non-alcoholic uh, beer, <laughs> um, like the one I'm drinking now. Um, no names mentioned. No names. Um, there's no need. Yeah. Just There's only one sponsor we need to care about <laughs> right now, and it's Nike. Um, but yeah, I think that for 2020 is going to be the, the thing that I'm focusing on. Can I quickly just say something? Yes. About this whole Nike situation. Yes. I have my whole life said Nike, and I had to write down Nike, and I had to spell it out phonetically so that I wouldn't forget. But you're saying Nike, so I feel like I'm just going to go back to saying Nike. Absolutely not. I mean, obviously, if... <laughs> Do you know what? This is this this is the council estate shows Come on. coming out. Um but the pronunciation of uh from Nike to Nike, I think is something which is gradually people are starting to like obviously gather a little bit more. Bit I'm steam. I've just actually relearned again. I've said it they yeah, people people do say it wrong, but it's Nike. It I'm, is I'm gonna Nike. change myself, don't yeah. you? We're not going back to that. Okay. It's Nike, baby. <laughs> so there there we are. Um yeah. I'm sure a lot of people at home are like, ah. Oh, Okay, cool. Let me tell my friends so we don't embarrass yeah. ourselves. It's um, named after a Greek goddess, the Greek goddess of victory. Fun Which fact. Which would make sense. Yeah. Um, has it's a very successful brand. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I hope one day. <laughs> I mean, well, you're not, you're not going to name it after something bad, something are you? Something dead. Do you know what I mean? Like, like the Greek goddess like of failure. Pup. pup. You know what I mean? Like, it, Imagine Greek... you just there was a brand that's called Pup. Oh, there's definitely a brand called Pup. There is. There's definitely, you know, there's definitely somewhere. It's, it's like, but it's like a Scandinavian brand. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Not that Nike need to worry about them at all. Any. <laughs> major conglomerate, just doing the most. Obviously. Yes, Queen. You are a like one of the biggest DJs that I know because we're best friends. Yes. And you are a part of, you are one sixth of Six Figure Gang. Yes. Is it called Six Figure Gang? Because it's six figures. It is called figures. Six Figure. It's, it, well, that story <laughs> is, um, and I will say now, um, you know, everyone drink responsibly. But for all of us, um, we, you know, we've met at various different uh, parties and, you know, yeah, shops before. And we... When it came down to all six of us, we we all knew of each other. Mm. So myself and Dobby, obviously, our, our relationship has been, you know, from the get-go from Represent. Yeah. Um, Lucy and Yaz have known each other from, uh, say, for instance, doing radio with each other, the radio station that shall not be named under any circumstances whatsoever. <sighs> um, and, you know, someone like Jossie uh, Mitsu knew Fuzia. Mm. Um, and then, you know, also Jossie was on that same um, station, that radio station that shall not be named. And um, everyone knew of each other. Yeah. Um, I've had Jossie on my show before at Represent. Um, and then, you know, there's just been other elements that have basically allowed us to all work with each other. Yeah. Um, it wasn't until we went to um, a night run by Manara and AG that essentially we all Beauty came together. Yeah, yeah, we all came together. Um, and... We just had a lot of fun, really. Yeah. And then also, you know, Lucy's Keep Hush, again, uh, you know, when she had, like, Sakaria Sound, High high Five um, and, um, and Boofy, mm. and then obviously had myself and Fazia um, on there too, along with Yaz and then um, Anz. It was just, like, all of us were there. Yeah. Um, sorry, and Jossie was also on that lineup as well. But it was, like, all of us were there. It made sense. Yeah. And I think we started a WhatsApp group, uh, started, you know, joking about like, you know, things in with to do with the music scene, all this kind of stuff and whatnot. Um, you know, we did a random show on Rinse, which then Rinse were like, no, you you guys sound quite lit. You should you should stay on for, you should do the residency. Oh. Like, oh, okay, sick, let's do the residency. Did the residency, they offered us a show um, afterwards. Um, and yeah, it's just it's just been rolling from there really, I think. When it comes down to it, the the girls, like we, we just want the best for what for for us. Yeah. And I think we're fighting for a lot of different things in in, in amongst the group. Um, 
one of the things is to obviously, you know, show people that, you know, you can play any kind of music that you want. Yeah. Um, first and foremost, the group is not run on the basis of, oh my God, we're all girls. Let's get together. <laughs> like we just happen to be girls, six girls in a group that are just basically, you know, uh, doing amazing, doing amazing stuff. Oh, uh, there's, there's, pro there's producers, there's yeah. DJs, you know, there's like the, the artistry of um, a lot of the people within it. Like we're trying to do the most. And I think we were also joking about sometimes not even being paid properly by like, say for instance, promoters or having the respect levels from like venues and stuff like that. So really and truly the group is, 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 is an empowering thing. And we're happy that we've been able to in, influence, I would say um, a few people within the scene in terms of like, wow, there's these six girls, you know, coming together DJing. Hey, well, I mean, we're all friends. Why don't we all come together and DJ? So it's like, you know, people are doing that, um, you know, People are starting to recognise the, the power of, of a strong group and a, a group with good energy and good vibes about them. Um, and, you know, we've been so fortunate to play in such amazing um, settings. Say, for instance, the Electric Brixton show, which was like completely sold out. Sold out. Um, you know, we were playing to thousands of people and they're all dancing to footwork. They're all dancing to dubstep. They're yeah. all dancing to like, say for instance, Duke or like um or, or Baltimore Club and break like beat. like breakbeat. All of these, all these various different like niche um sounding uh stuff within, you know, electronic dancing. Um and people are loving it. People They're are fucking ga nuts. gagging, you know. <laughs> Wigs completely snatched. Do you know what I mean? Even though they were completely glued laced uh, gone. Were late. They were late. They were they ripped. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, it's nice to see, you know, the energy um, and see people trust us, basically. Mm. Um, for, for this year especially, I think we're all on the same wavelength of making sure that any gig we do next or any place that we do play next is going to be like, obviously, of a particular, you know, standard. So it's like, oh, we play very rarely. Mm. Because we all also, we're, we're all individually doing our own things. Yeah. You know, Lucy's got her label, um, Season 7, um, and she's going to be obviously be releasing a lot more music with her label and others. Um, the likes of, you know, Fizia is going to be doing um, some more production and, and, and DJing. Jossie, a little bit the same. Um, and the same for Yaz as well. And then, and then obviously Dobbs, in, 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 again, in, in the same regards, like doing, doing what they can. You know, yeah. there's a lot of different, various different art forms that the girls will be taking up in, in 2020. The beautiful thing is, though, has six figure, um, you know, we all come together as like really good friends and just like smash it out and have fun. You, yes, that's and fun. The and that's, that's the fun. That's, that, that's the thing that you know sometimes gets lost in music is like yeah. just have some fun because it's like you know we're all standing at a DJ uh, booth, you know, dead serious, like looking down. You do your what song should I play next? I'm, I'm playing. It. It's like <laughs> it's not to say like oh you have to dance. You don't have to do anything. Yeah. You don't want to. I think a reason why the people have resonated so well with the boiler room is because I was going nuts at like every single song mm, mm. and the people around me were going nuts at every single song. And I think- The energy was palpable. Yeah, it, was remi it reminded people of what a dance should be like, you know, you know, of, or, or at least like, even though you're doing a live stream, a live stream shouldn't be, you know, DJ pulls up the fader really slowly <laughs> and then waves their hand in the air, mm. like the one hand, and then puts the other hand in the air and wave, like, oh, it's dropped. Wow. Like, no, I'm going to jump up and down. I'm going to dance really weirdly, like I'm lassoing on a on a horse or whatever. Um, when the fame <laughs> Am I wrong? When I did that move, you got, you got what part of the video I was talking it's about, true. and everyone knows, uh, yeah, from like the Fixate Rip Groove uh, clip. Um, but Six Figure... Myself, Hoover Sound, all of that kind of stuff. For 2020, it's all just essentially about fun and bringing fun back to to music, but then also creating a space, also doing stuff differently and going against the grain from what is normally expected uh, within, you know, the underground electronic uh, music scene. Yeah. I guess beyond Six Figure, yes. are there three next generation women you'd like to shine a light on? Free next generation. Mm. Oh, that's a good point, actually. Hmm. You caught me off guard that I like it. You're I have welcome. To think about this very carefully. Um. Even though she was mentioned before, uh, separately from obviously all the stuff that we're doing with Hoover and all that kind of stuff, Nana yeah. has been 
honestly one of the the, the major figureheads uh, regarding you know underground music and the particular kind of music that she's been covering. A lot of the people that she's been covering from early on, especially when she was, do, you know, with her show on Represent and, you know, Motion, it, it's, she's been covering, like, say, for instance, the likes of Zora Jones and Sinjin Hawk from before they were doing AV shows at Sonar. Mm. Uh, she's been, you know, covering uh, the likes of, like, Hudson Mohawk, Rusty, all of these, all of these men before they were doing major things, um, you know, Hudson Mohawk as a part of Tonight with Lunas or like, you know, Rusty uh, producing amazing seminal albums, um, I believe under Warp, I think. But like, she's been just championing music, which has been completely different. And, you know, I was fortunate enough to find out that one of her biggest fans is a guy on BBC Radio 6 called Tom Ravenscroft. Oh, man. That goes to show, you know, how fast, like forward thinking, I keep saying fast forward, forward thinking <laughs> she's been from the get-go. Yeah. So, Nana without a shadow of a doubt. Um, a broadcaster, DJ, and um, just in general, like now businesswoman, essentially, Henry. Yeah. Um, Henry of Represent has just been, again, grafting and, and putting in the work. Yes. Oh my God. And now I've one extra. Yeah. Yes. I've got, sorry. Sorry, Henry. But... <laughs> She's been grafting from the get-go and she's only just opened recently her own production company, um, you know, basically creating ideas for radio stations that are aimed at young people. Henry is very young. Yeah. No, there's no need to give away ages, but she's very young. Mm. And she has been so ahead of her time from the get-go, the moment that she joined Represent, you knew that she was. she's, she's basically going to be a star. She's already a star. Yeah. But the, 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 to the level that she thinks in terms of like, say for instance, how her, uh, her show sounds, um, you know, what kind of things she wants to do next, where she wants to see herself. She excels at everything um, in, in a very in an amazingly similar vein to like someone like Nana as well. The DJing aspect of Henry is uh, very new, but she's managed to, you know, DJ for such amazing people and, and big names and big brands so quickly because she's manifested that for herself. Yeah. Um, and I think that's again going back to to Nana. These 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 two girls have, uh, you know, a clear understanding of what they want to be in life, and a clear understanding of where they want to see themselves in life. You know, Nana manifested the the Beats one job because naturally her voice, that what she stands for, how she puts together a show, her knowledge of the scene and others. Has, has elevated her to, to a point where, you know, she's now on Beats One and doing shows um, and covering, say, for instance, for the likes of, like, Matt Wilkinson and, you know, stepping in occasionally for, like, other people, like maybe, like, Julia Nuga and stuff like that. Mm. Um, so it's like, again, these, these, these two people have just absolutely um, smashed it. And I think if I'm going to choose a third girl... Hmm... A third girl... I mean, there's a, there's a collection of girls that come to mind... Um, Remy Bergs yep. is is another amazing um, act and entity. Um, you know, amazing presenter, amazing DJ, just amazing personality. Energy is just aura is just off the charts. Is off the charts. Um, someone like uh, Bunny or Bunny Reloaded. Um, she's absolutely amazing at what she does. Um, you know, and, and what she covers and her artistry. Um, she does so much. There's yeah. so much to her character other than other, other than DJing. She has a whole, t as well, amazing different life on the other side of, of, of Bunny as well. So she's another person to, uh, you know, look out for. Um, obviously, again, I know you said not to mention Six Figure Boom. Six Figure Boom. Um, <laughs> and I think that is it for now. I might have gone blank, but there's a lot of girls that I'm really fortunate enough to work with who are just amazing at what they do and what they stand for. Mm. Um, oh my God, Mantra. Oh. Mantra of Rupture, DJ Flight, <laughs> Chim MC Shikabu. Um, these are all the, the, the amazing jungle ladies. Yeah. Okay, now it's all coming back. You're remembering um, everyone. I know names. you said only three, but here just we go, are. Just list um, them all off, just reel them off. Jana Rush, uh, you know, Fresh Till Death. They're all like uh, footwork uh, people. Um, Anna Morgan, um, Bell Curve. There's, it's a whole group of girls yeah. that I'm really fortunate enough to know. Um, and it just, they excel the scene. They make it so much easier and happier for me to be working in a scene with them. Um, 
so I guess those people, um, plus obviously uh, the two that I gave a really in-depth <laughs> analysis yeah, yeah, yeah. on. Um, yeah, okay. big, up, big up the ladies. Has Shout fracture, out to everyone. Has, has a Fracture once said. Yes. Big up Fracture for saying Yeah, big up Fracture. Big up fracture. <laughs> <laughs> so we're coming towards the end. Um, I'm just looking for a bit of motivation for everyone listening. I want to know what keeps you going, what motivates you on a daily basis. Haters. <laughs> what do you want stop. me to say hey, Boom. Right. no I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> I'll explain basically um, in in life right wow yeah I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to the, the boiler room comments okay. I've seen some horrible boiler room comments I've had um, jokes ones I've seen is um, you know naturally my appearance is quite androgynous right some people get confused that I'm, I'm a <laughs> They think like you're I'm, my son, like I'm a not girl. my daughter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> think I'm your son. <laughs> I am Wavy Shell's junior. Um, but yeah, it's like those are funny comments, whatever. Yeah. Um, and then there's other comments that come through. Maybe like the the assumption that I don't know what mu- what music I'm playing. Um, you know, the assumption of because I'm on CDJs, uh, I haven't been in the music scene that long. Oh, if it was vinyl, I'd take you more seriously. Um, someone even went back to like the um the old like tape uh, mixing I was like, well, she hasn't struggled over, you know, learning how to do tape mixing, blah, blah, blah. Body room comments keep me alive and going. If I really am feeling down about myself, I will read them and go, do you know what? Life's not so bad because I actually go on the profiles of these people and I look, <laughs> hey, I don't mean to be horrible because I know, and I know other people do it, but I'm going to be open with it. I go on the profiles of these people and I see why, 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 why do you hate me? Yeah. And I often think and I and I and I look at these people I don't I don't hate them for saying it mm. I actually feel sorry for them because in life people tell you really not to do things that you want to do same way as your mind might be like if you want to go to the gym your mind might be like to you oh no no no, no. you're tired baby your foot hurts your foot hurts don't go to the gym okay. right yeah like sometimes if when you go to the gym you have to make a snap decision right I'm going to the gym and that's it and that's it and you just and you just think um I don't even go gym myself, actually, so I don't know why I'm even yeah, using that as an analogy. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I've often noticed in life, from the time that we're young, we're told, like, oh, you, you can do this, you can do that. And then gradually as we get older... You get told what you can't you do. Go, you get you get told what you can't do. So haters, I feel, for me, are my greatest motivation. Um, that's a footwork reference. Big up DJ Nate. Um, because of the fact that they're telling me I can't do this. Or they're, they're, they're making assumptions about me to say that I don't like what she's doing she needs to stop. It means I need to carry on mm. because I'm gaining, not gaining, but like I'm getting a reaction, which I didn't necessarily want. I'd, I want you to like what I'm doing essentially, but there's something about what I'm doing is is is, is affecting you. I can see the positive comments that I get. Say for instance, on Boiler Room or like Keep Hush or whatever. Like I can see that. So I'm not, I'm not, not aware of that. But knowing that sometimes that people hate you for the sake of just hating you is, 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 is a good thing and it means that you're doing something right. Yeah. I always want to go against, say for instance, the status, the status quo um, and really like, you know, I don't know, uh, yeah, yeah, drop, drop Rip Groove at that given moment, but then get into a 160 song that sounds like a techno song. So then techno people are like, you can't make techno whoa, faster, whoa, what the what hell? And, it, and it's like, you know, the best thing to do is always just like not saying go not necessarily go against the grain all the time but essentially go against the grain yeah right and make haters angry there's a lot of people actually that probably said when you know the Rizzo T thing happened because obviously they were like she doesn't understand reloads and it's like no I I do but I'll do my own I I, I do (laughs) do you know what I mean like I do I think he does as well but it's like you know like naturally the the situation at at hold didn't need to be so over the top Mm. but my point is I'm sure there's people that naturally have sided with him even though there doesn't need to be any sides yeah. and they think no, she's 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 a person that got raised in trouble for blah 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 and it's like no, no. it's just, <laughs> no. It's just we know what's happened yeah. me and him are like fine cool. do you know what I mean but yeah. it's like that's my point it's like haters coming from every diff- different people don't want to see you do well people don't want to see you do what you actually want to do you know I used to get in trouble all the time in secondary school for wearing clothes that apparently were prohibited, mm. right? And I wasn't even wearing like, <laughs> when I said that, it sounds like I'm wearing like nothing. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I, I, 
I would wear like random stuff. I would come in with a bow tie. The girls weren't supposed to wear a bow tie. I'm going to wear a bow tie. I don't care. That's so I'm naughty, always, it's, so, it's so Shirelle. naughty. Sherelle. Right, yeah. I was arguing with, <laughs> you know, teachers and sixth form teachers being like, we don't need a uniform because I know that I'm not going to be working in an office. Yeah. Right. Not, not, by the way, nothing against people who are working in office. Or Shout out you, you, man. Because you know exactly what you want to do. You're doing you know it for you. Exactly. You Deep down, you know you want to be in the job that you want exactly. to be in. But I knew from the get-go that I don't want to be in, say, for instance, a, an office job, which I might look back and be upset about. I was met with criticism. No, you can't do that. We have to have uniform, because if you don't have uniform and stuff like that, how are we supposed to teach you particular standards um uniform teach people you know uh how to dress up uh, be smart um uniform also means that you know like everyone's the same everyone's equal it doesn't say i didn't want to be equal to everyone i love to be equal to everyone i want everyone to have like a like a good uh you know understanding of like what life is but i definitely like i said i want to always be against what should be the norm yeah because i think the moment that you start training people from the get-go in school when they're wearing, wearing uniform and then they wear a uniform, they go to the office and it's a suit and then they never can get out of the suit and they die. Like, that's how I see... Um, am I wrong? No. Exactly. So it's just like, <laughs> for me, right, even though I've gone completely away from the haters' uh, sentiment, it's like that all of that embodies like what makes me, motivates me. Yeah. I want to be in a job where I can wear my own clothes, do whatever I want, get a tattoo if I want because I don't have one. I do need one. I'm... Where are you age. getting it? I don't know. I kind of want to sleep. Oh. Yeah, but okay. it's expensive. Yes. And also as well, like, you know, it costs a lot of money, so <laughs> bear with me, do you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, I think, yeah, haters are my motivation to do better, to do well, and going against the grain is my motivation to do better and do well, because honestly, if you can't keep pretending to be like everyone else, it's long. So, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Thank you so much, Sherelle, for coming in today. Um. N- yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, it's, it was great coming in. Actually. Um, it was a choice. You just made it sound like you're like. Mm, uh. No. No. I was thinking. <laughs> you know, I was thinking. I was thinking about big up yourselves for getting a cab from my house all the way here. And I was like thinking about oh like wow Pe- like you know Peckham's gonna be so far to to, to get to, to get to um via the train and stuff. But mm. it was a nice smooth ride. That I was able to think about life and stuff like that. I had a really nice. Oh, uh, that's good. Driver as well. So he was he was he was lit. Shout um, out your driver. But yeah, thank you very much uh, yourself and uh, Nike for having me. I hope I haven't come across too abrasive. I hope, um, I hope you've come across abrasive enough. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure I've scared a lot of people about the cinema and the, 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 the airport, the airport, the airplane. That was the airplane, the airplane one, was that on, was that on? Yeah, that just, was. just before we went for just break, we went well, I was asking oh, you if you took thing. your shoes off. Oh yeah, yeah. Stone key shoes off. Wow, um, sending. Yeah. Excuse me. No, I think you've got clean feet. Thank you. I think you've got really clean socks. I do. I actually do. I think. No, actually, no, you do. Yeah. Oh, you've creamed your ankles. Come on. Come, come on. on. You ain't seen me not actually ankle. Up in that. Well, you're dumb. Yes. <laughs> cream up, gang. <laughs> what cream do you use? Actually, no, we don't need brands because Nike's yeah. the only one that we need to focus yeah, on right now. True. Yeah. Okay. Um, thank you very much. For thank you. Um, thank you all for listening to Green Print from Keep Hush, the wickedest podcast online. Once again, thanks to Nike for helping us put this all together. I'm Yvonne Shelling, aka your girlfriend's boyfriend. Shelling DeGeneres. Shelling DeGeneres, aka Shelly Furtado. It's been ages. Uh, aka Florence Nightingale. Um, make sure you keep an eye out for the next podcast. Bye.